Welcome to With You, a women's rugby community podcast. I'm Suze. I use she, her pronouns, and I'll be your host. Always with you. Lay me down like you love me. I don't mind getting laid out. It was a good time. Welcome back for episode 11, which is full of big love for the Colorado Grey Wolves, formerly known as Glendale Merlins, my most recent club. Apologies for the sound quality. Tink and I took a walk outside earlier this year to chat and catch up about the rebrand and rebuild season fall 2021. Now the D1 side is on the road to nationals. Here's to hoping this convo can support them on their way. Hi, I'm Julia Tink Mulligan. Julia reserved for when I'm in trouble. Pronouns are she, her. My positions, lol, are a wing. And then I also uh, took note that I sometimes begrudgingly play fullback. Really? I do like hitting things, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's good. I play for the Colorado Grey Wolves, formerly Glendale. Yeah. My coworker and friend Megan Clark, uh, she happened to have this really snazzy jacket on. With a Glendale jacket, mm. and I was like, Ooh, girl, I want some swag. That's cute. Where'd you get that? And she was like, I play rugby. You should come check it out. And I was like, shit, if it means a free jacket and I get to hit people, I'm in. <laughs> and she had she had been very kind too because um, I was in the gym every day at Regis, and she I think felt like I'd be capable. Yeah. And so she brought me around. Whatever the previous season had been, I got to catch the very tail end of it not having any clue what was happening. Uh-huh. I came from a from a soccer and basketball background and some gymnastics back in the day. So like face made sense, but like mm-hmm. the whole passing backwards and like coming up together on D, it was very intimidating. Mm-hmm. And all these girls like really knew what was up. Uh, I often relate it to um, not having a clue what baseball was. Mm-hmm. And somebody was like, hey, do you want to come play for the Yankees? <laughs> And I was like, oh, shit, okay, well. And I didn't have a clue. Like, I didn't I didn't even understand the caliber yeah. of, like, the level of play, the caliber of the players. Right place, right time. Coaching, yeah, all the. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I had this really uh, interesting idea that I was like, oh, every every rugby club has these amenities. <laughs> oh, no. Every, you know. We are so spoiled. So we spoiled. We are so spoiled in Glendale. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, also, the city is shit, like, misogynist patriarchy to us but we were spoiled is both i was wildly clueless yeah is the <laughs> i think i've had people still say that at this point where they joke they're like you miss a lot out at wing oh. <laughs> like, so it's still true of many things happening on and off the pitch i used a lot of that time for for lifting and other productive things i fell in love with running again did you distance running cool yeah you used to do that a lot I see that a lot. Yeah. When I first started playing for Glendale. Part one, overview. This past season was kind of cool and a pseudo, like a non-competitive competitive season. Mm-hmm. I got um, to serve as D1 vice captain. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was so excited. Yeah. I was so excited. I love our team so much and I love uh, just just the idea of serving i think it was a really interesting time to assume that role because of our break our rebrand or our, oh, yeah yeah, yeah. No, rebranding and in our break too like i mean the break is always odd right same thing you said you're missing people and coming back together and yeah. seeing seeing what numbers you have and 
what lineups are going to look like and how plays have changed. Coaching staff is altered. Sure. Um, but the rebrand was big, too. The rebrand was huge. And I think that there was just this huge emphasis on really ensuring that we were, um, you know, defining this organic culture of positivity and community and ushering forth a new season in all ways. Yeah. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was exciting to get to be a part of that and then yeah. feeling like I was surrounded by people with the same goals and the people that we had in leadership as well were so much fun to learn from. I think we had a lot of well-seasoned players. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was great. I I often say that I, you know, let Jess, who is our, our captain, lead with a lot of the nitty-gritty, mm-hmm. but I really wanted to make um, a big point that, that rugby is family, that rugby is inclusivity, mm-hmm. um, that everybody deserves to be seen and heard, yeah. that we, you know, we choose to be at practice and at these games and together and to make that time meaningful Yeah, and remember that you're doing something that you love. I, everything, everything that was positive when I had jumped into rugby for the first time, I really wanted to ensure that that was happening for returning players, right? The, the welcome back mm-hmm. to this new team, this mm-hmm. new thing, and then also to any of our, our new players that they felt supported and that they had a place to ask questions and, you know, discover new skills. And I think, I think often, too, we kind of forget that Rugby isn't just a place of, uh, you know, physicality and, um, you know, mental mental toughness, but it is a place of vulnerability too. And oftentimes we we bring in a lot of what happens in our outside lives, so to speak, yeah, um, to the pitch, this place with these people that we care about, and there's strength there too. There's community there. Too. Yeah, yeah. You're a, you're a whole person. <laughs> it was it was really interesting to be in a semi-non-competitive season. It was a rebuilding season in a lot of ways, right? It was kind of a blessing. Yeah. I think that we, um, we had a lot of folks that were kind of like chopping at the bit to get back and like play again, kick off the rust. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a lot of sevens folks too that were coming off of nationals that were coming back in and then yeah. switching onto that 15s mindset. It, I think going from sevens to 15s too, it's always that strange sensation when you're like, there's so many people on this pitch <laughs> right now. Like, it feels a little crowded in a good way, but yeah, yeah. I think that our uh, our level of play and then the level of commitment that we had from players from WPL and from D1 that it was um, good. Yeah, I think we came out to achieve some things. And I think we delivered. Cool on that. Um, yeah, you guys had a successful season. Yes, um, on the on the scores, on the outcome of games, right? Yes, yeah. And I think the inner workings too. I think that was fun. I always it's nice when they're reflected. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I think it was nice to. It's always nice to have a crew that's willing to work as a team. That it's not individuals. I I always think back to the season that we played for Hannah Stolva uh-huh. and went to national. Yeah, that was the last D one season, 2019 spring, and it was very successful. Yeah, and that was. I mean, truly, when you talk about like. We're going to war. We're going to lay down our bodies for each other. Like, this is family. Like, that felt like that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like every every moment since then is still 
uh, I shouldn't say chasing after because it's still achieved, but like just attempting to create that cohesiveness and that care. Mm -hmm. Did the gray wolf do anything to prep to coming back in the fall? I mean, we had skills just like any other team does. I think we yeah. had some really good meetings in advance of the season where we had laid out what our goals were. Like, everybody's voice kind of got heard um, for what they wanted to get out of it. For me, personally, it was interesting that everyone was seen and heard and went on the pitch feeling love, left the pitch feeling love, yeah. even if, you know, things didn't go our way. Part 2 difficulties I think it's a challenge for every team you're always gonna have like different personalities and new plays and I even took a note here for myself saying I'm not personally that great at change <laughs> so there was a lot of change <laughs> this past year but it's always exciting to kind of discover a, you know a new flow of play and those um, dynamic lineups I think it was also interesting to try to kind of maintain that competitive mindset in a non-competitive season, mm -hmm. even though we had you know two games that were counting for something, but it was a blessing because we got to kind of like prepare ourselves without too heavily impacting our seating. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it was a positive effect <laughs> for seating for yeah. the work that we did do. Um, I think individually for what was challenging, um, probably assuming that leadership role yeah a welcome challenge sure. right sure sure very exciting but um it's just it's something new um but I had Jess like I said so that was nice to like learn alongside somebody that's been doing it for a hot minute yeah I think I think there were a couple things too they were asked of me like playing playing fullback on occasion or something but like uh -huh. this is uncomfortable slash slightly new territory yeah. i say slightly new because the first season that i ever played when we were still development yeah you had to play fullback and we played against lindenwood yeah and we traveled to lindenwood and i don't think i've ever had that big of an ego blow <laughs> playing that was an ego blow for the whole team though that wasn't just you that was it was not a good time to play, for Linden, play against Lindenwood, ever. <laughs> People got hurt. They were so, like, I don't know. Talented. Yeah, but, like, excessive. It was excessive, excessive roughness. You know? Yeah, I think I usually welcome that. I don't know if that's healthy, but... <laughs> it's okay. I was just telling somebody that I... Inevitably, a couple times each season, I have somebody come to my aid when I get high-tackled. Like, they're like, oh, don't do that to my teammates. And I'm just sitting there like, hey, how's it going? Oh, no, you didn't mean to. It's okay. You're like, I can't help it. I'm five feet tall. Part three. Forgotten. It was a good year and a half of, like, no contact. Um, yeah, it's, just, it's funny that you said that. Yeah. Because that was actually it. I think during COVID, I was discovering, you know, my, my inner introvert. Mm-hmm. Right? And, any time myself I think also in that duration I forgot every play that I ever knew <laughs> like I just wasn't I just wasn't truly in that mindset but there was a quite the uh rude physical awakening when I got to like slam bodies again get slammed yeah but I think it was really welcome too I think that I love reconnecting with our team because it's a space that you get to feel like confident powerful yes and yeah. and supported mm -hmm. so 
something I forgot was probably rugby and whole. Yeah. Not the love of it, but what the, the physical aspect, physical demand um, was like. But I'm sure we were all kind of shaken off, shaken off the rust. Lay me down like you love me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mind getting laid out. It was a good time. <laughs> You're like, Lay you me crazy. down like you love me. That's good. I'm don't act that. like you haven't heard that before. You heard that before. I think I think that's tit for tat too. Like, I want to lay you down like I love you, and if it's not loving in the moment, hopefully the help you back up is. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, a lot a lot was forgotten, but a lot was very quickly remembered. Yeah. Yep. I feel like when you have those uh, pregame jitters, which happens to me every time. Mm-hmm. And truly, for me personally, after that first hit, either getting hit or making a hit. That's that's when it's on. So I'm like, oh, okay, all right. We just shook it off. We're ready to go. We're playing rugby. Yeah. You can get out of your head a little bit and into your body. Into your body. Mm-hmm. That could be a book. That's where you need to be when you're playing rugby. You got to be in your body. That's some sports psych right there. It is. <laughs> get out of your head and in your body. Part four, joy. Oh, so Nikki Emerson, a little like shining star. She came in at wing, as many of us do, as most of us do. Yeah, many, yeah. Um, the starting spot. Yeah, it is. And then sometimes you just play there forever. <laughs> ha ha. Um, but uh, super, super speedy. Um, I think a little bit timid about the application of her skill set into the game, just because the game is new, right? And that yeah. resonates with me. So the second she got ball in hand, uh-huh. oh my gosh magic just kept happening so she traveled to austin Uh she was rostered for austin with d1 um, which was the cookie cup Mm -hmm. so that was a really meaningful game for the team to play um in honor of candace reef and kit was able to make it out too and and their baby so yeah very emotional yeah yeah it's family Mm -hmm. playing something bigger than yourself right yeah so she played in that game uh and first five minutes, she got a nice little offload dish to her, and she was off to the race. She scored her first try in the first five minutes of her first game. <laughs> and I was like, if you had any questions about whether or not you were supposed to be here, I can tell you you're supposed to be here. Wow. And everyone else knows you're supposed to be here, too. It doesn't take a try for somebody to need to be there, right? But no. what a what a magic moment. We went nuts. Everybody went nuts. Yeah. And I hope she felt that support too. Still every time she plays, anytime she comes to practice, she's a very like joyful person in general. Very authentic and so she's she's so much fun to have around and to see her execute and learn new things and, and pick up skills so quickly. Yeah. It's so exciting to see. Mm-hmm. I think that um, moments like that with her um, I often post to Andy Hammond, one of our players as well. Uh, Andy Hammond exhibits joy in playing rugby. You know when you have somebody that just has like a clean breakaway and they got a smile on their face? Yeah. Or they just made a good hit and they're getting up and they're like elated. Like, I love joy of the game. Mm-hmm. And obviously Andy has it because I call her out <laughs> for it every time. But Nikki, that definitely was like... The joyous moment for me was seeing her succeed in that space and get to walk away from it feeling confident and then extremely supported. Mm-hmm. Like having this entire community back her on a really important game. Yeah. 
I think there was part of her experience also that I that I didn't connect with and I love that I didn't connect with where it's taken me so long to you know even get up to a an average level of of play with skills and I I'm I'm happy that it took me that long. I think there was a lot true? of learning along the way. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Okay. I remember telling Leanne Lamb back in the day when she was teaching me how to pass. I was like, I feel like this is taking forever. She was like, you've been playing for like three weeks. Like, that's what I was things doing. take time. That's my thought too, is like, you've only been playing rugby for four years. And that might seem like a really long time. And maybe you're just putting it in a context of our age. Because we're, we're good and set in our 30s now. But <laughs> like, the golden girls. <clears throat> yeah, that, that's, that seems like a, it seems like a natural pace, if not quick pace for progression in the rugby player it's a hard it's a hard sport to to learn truly it's a hard sport to become successful in especially in skills because there's skills that we don't we don't get in other sports yeah yeah how often do we learn new new things <laughs> when in we're, general, we're yeah. at this age yeah too. yeah even um, in our mid-20s right oh like, yeah <clears throat> so that was that was a that was a disconnect for us that I just so heavily applauded her for and it's exciting to see you know like a fish to water truly mm-hmm. just that she runs like a gazelle <laughs> I'd like to see her and Allie Hale have oh a race. my god you just made me think of like <laughs> gazelle is always Allie Allie stride yeah her it's, it's beautiful when I see p- pictures of myself running I'm like what are you doing <laughs> and then there's some people that you see running and you're just like it's your natural environment <laughs> This is your space. Yeah. That just reminded me, though, that it's one of the best things about rugby, and I hear a lot of people say it. There's, there's a position for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, there are so many varying types of skills, mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. Where, where people get to excel. Yeah. I'm not going to be clicking anytime soon. I just started learning how to rubber this year. You're also not going to be a prop. Yes. You know? I mean, maybe in an emergency, maybe in sevens. <laughs> I think and I think you're strong enough. You just don't you just don't specifically have the body type. You yes. Know? But there is a place for everybody in this life. Rugby is awesome. <laughs> Maybe if it was an entire team of tinies. Yeah. Could lock or something, you know. <laughs> pretty well, pretty stunted scrum. Yeah, I mean it happens and there's that creative thing too about like you we're able to make what we have work. Whatever that looks like. I mean Adapted. And that's our episode for today. There's a little extra clip next that didn't quite fit, but I couldn't leave out. Thanks for being here, y'all. Go Wolfpack. I get excited about taking the hit because I know that the person that's following and supporting me is going to be rucking the fuck out of it. And you were definitely one of those people like, I'm protected. (laughs) This rock is stable. Because I, I love that um, because I there is there are these there's all these things in rugby that reflect back into life and like <gasps> risks aren't as hard in real life when you know that you have support behind you. You're a mucker, I gotta give you a hug. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. I got tears in my eyes. Oh, I love you. I love you. Yeah. Yeah, that was really good. Rugby is life. Rugby is like life. It's, it's like an, an allegory or whatever the right analogy. I don't know. I yeah. think it's an allegory. I think that's the right term, but 
I've, it's been a long time since I've been my English minor. I know. I was like, I feel like we're in lit class right now. We're talking Dante's Inferno. <laughs> no, rugby's life. It's, yeah, I don't know. I'm, yeah, that's amazing. I think we're good. <laughs> that's a good choice. I'm going to stop this. Home. That's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. We'll just stop that. <laughs>